With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, this is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Two pieces of breaking news as we begin the program today. One, the Lombardi Cruiser has landed in Vegas. That's important for the rambling, traveling man who is at the South Point Studios, Michael Lombardi, of course. And two, Michael Lombardi, as I say good morning and hi to you, Baker Mayfield has been officially announced the starter down in Carolina. What's going on, my man? Well, it's good to be here, Kevin. Brent, it's good to see everybody. I mean, it's nice to be here. I'm excited. Uh, I just walked around. I did an Instagram reel, and I, I wanted to go over to the hot dog cart and make sure I give that some attention. You know how that goes. <laughs> so that's all good. It's great. It's good to be here, Patrick. It's good to be in Vegas. You know, it's good to be at the South Point. Vinny's home, Chrissy Andrews, Michael Gahn. So it's it's just so nice to be here. And it's good to see you, and it's good to see Baker Mayfield's going to take over the Carolina Pan. I mean, how weird is this? Like, I know I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? I understand that completely. Like, I have read every book on JFK. I'm still watching Beyond Betrayal, uh, Destiny Beyond. And the, the league office schedules Carolina for Cleveland in the opener before Baker gets traded there. And then Deshaun Watson comes back against Houston. Are you seeing a trend there at all? Uh, you think they like the drama? Is that what you're telling me? I mean, a little bit. I, I don't know. I mean, it just kind of hit me. Like, it's, how did they work that out so perfectly? Anyway, and that's neither here nor there. You're the point guard. Take over the take over the show. No. I, well, first off, it's great to see you. Uh, you see Michael there at the South Point. Go to Vsin. Um, it, I, I said Bob Seeger. I was thinking Seeger today because he wrote the uh, traveling rambling man. Yeah. That's been you. And we'll get to Baker in a second. But walk us through your last, I don't know, four or five days. You spent a lot of time in Arizona. Yeah. And now you got to see Dominic and the crew there in Vegas. Got got to Vegas yesterday after a few flight delays, which isn't always the best. But we're here. And I got to spend a lot of time at the University of Arizona catching up on my college football. And, uh, you know, and enjoyed that. Jed Fish, the coach at Arizona, they're so gracious to allow me to come in and spend some time. And now it's all, we're back on gear. You know, we're back on gear. I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm disappointed that you're not going to join me, but I'm really looking forward to going to Biloxi and seeing our man Jick Jack down there on Labor Day weekend. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on a second. When do you head down to the bayou? I go to the bayou uh, a week from Friday. You will not have me next Friday, I think. So not this Friday, a week from this coming Friday, Labor Day weekend, I will be there. 
And, uh, yeah, you can see that uh, there's the tweet. We had a little inter-squad scrimmage going on at that stadium. What a great spot, Arizona. I mean, they got to get their football program. When I first started in the league, Arizona had a good program. Dick Toomey was there. They were getting a lot of good players. They were a hard team to play. And it's kind of fallen off over recent years. But I think I think Jed's going to get it back. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go to Biloxi on the uh, Friday before Labor Day. Saturday, Sunday, we're doing shows from there with the great Jick Jack. I'm going to sit in the sports book and watch. I'm going to watch Wait. Arizona play San Diego State in that sports book. Wait a minute. What's the matter? You don't understand you, any of this? No, no. Are you prepared? Because you, Jick Jack, this is like the king, literally the king of England coming. In. I mean, he, they are, first off, the libations are going to be flowing. So you better be prepared for that. Millie's going to be in the mix. I mean, there's a lot going on down in Biloxi. Yeah, I think there will be a lot going on. I don't know how much I'll be going on, but there'll be a lot going on. I'm sure they're all coming to see (laughs) Jick Jack and Millie. I think that's probably what will happen. But it'll be fun. I mean, it's great. It's part of our, you know, our show sponsor, BetMGM, the Beau Rivage. Everybody tells them it's a wonderful place. I can't wait to see it. You know, when you're in the south, uh, at the heart of when football season kicks off, can it get any better than that? You know, Jaden no, Daniels really is going to be the starting quarterback at LSU. I'm anxious to see what their team looks like. I think they play they play Florida State to start their season. You know, Florida opens up against Utah, another great game. So we're, we're getting rolling here, Patrick. Okay, a couple things. One, we've got coming up on Thursday, we've got our pro football betting guy dropping. VSIN, this is the best one we've had in, what, five, six years. Yeah. So wait for this one. You can go sign up for it now. You just mentioned college football, 350 pages of digital just gambling information that is invaluable. I was looking up today, 30 FBS coaches changed jobs this year and 67 quarterbacks changed FBS schools. So it's important to get the college football betting guide because there's been so much turnover. You know, there really has. And and I think, you know, just being at Arizona and when I read the Arizona write up in the guide and I watched their team, it's really accurate. You know, so that's the only way you can compare it to. And to keep track of all the players, to keep track of where players went, who's coming on. Arizona has two players this year that made all freshman team. Alabama had three. I think Clemson had two. But they have two players. They have a right guard, number 71. I can't say his name. He's from Hawaii. Tremendous. And then they got this McMillan kid, the receiver, who's a four-star. They beat Oregon for him. And those two young players are on their all-star team, are on the all-freshman team. So Arizona's got it going. You know, their, their, their number, I think, is two and a half or three on the over total. I think they look much better than that. They got the freshman of the year in the Pac-12 last year, the quarterback, Jaden Dan. Uh, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, DeLoren. And and so, and then they have a you young kid behind him. So I think they're starting to get some things going. Arizona State isn't the same team that they were last year. They've had a lot of controversy going on in that program. Okay, Michael, let's go ahead and set up the two big topics. Again, Michael Lombardi, the Lombardi cruiser, like Madden back in the day, has landed in Vegas. And then it was announced just before the show started, Baker Mayfield has been announced as the starter down in Carolina. I'm taking a look at the week one number with the Baker Bowl, as you just mentioned. How about a five-point swing? Cleveland open a four-and-a-half-point favorite. We're now sitting, we go through zero. We're now sitting with Carolina and Baker, a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. How about that swing in the number there, huh? Yeah, well, it's all come down to quarterbacking. And, you know, at least, he, you know, the one thing Baker gives the, the Panthers a great advantage is he's practiced against that defense, so he knows it. You know, I think this Panther offensive line has improved. I think the, the, the left side is going to be much better, and they get McCaffrey back. I mean, last year they had McCaffrey for three games. Over two seasons they had him for ten games. 
you know, so they need him back. And they need to get some playmakers. Robbie Anderson is the guy, to me, if you're watching Carolina in the preseason, he has not been the same player that he was before he arrived. They've got to get production out of him. DJ Moore is really good. But they're going to have to get more production out of Robbie Anderson to help Baker Mayfield go along. They need to get those big plays down the field. So I think this will be a fun game. I mean, look, the Browns have seemed to have no interest in trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, I know that's always a topic. So it sounds like it's going to be Jacoby Brissett and Baker Mayfield going at it. Taking a look at Carolina over at DraftKings, six and a half, 110 up and down. So remember, 110, that number's pretty solid at six and a half as far as the season win total. You know, it's funny. You just mentioned McCaffrey. You and I have discussed with every team of the 32, mostly we say it comes down to quarterback play. With Carolina, it comes back, it comes down to the availability of the running back because usage wise, he just does everything for that offense. And he's such a, you know, he's a weapon. That's why they paid him. You know, you know, I say you got to pay weapons. He's their Kamara. He's their uh, Aaron Jones. I mean, he's a guy that can go out and run routes. He can win on third down. He can run the ball. He runs hard. Even though he's a smaller running back, he carries blockers, he carries tacklers with him. So, you know, he is really a big part, and especially since Ben McAdoo, their offensive coordinator, is going to be an 11 personnel, one back, one tight end. And so when you're in a spread, what I don't think people truly understand is the spread formation that we see today. Everybody thinks it's made by the receivers. It's really not. It's made by the back. If the back is legitimate, just think about this. If Kansas City drafts Jonathan Taylor in their 11 personnel grouping, they're a different team than they are with Hilaire. Hilaire's a good player, don't get me wrong, but they're a different team with Jonathan Taylor. The back makes the spread even more effective, and in Carolina's case, they have not had McCaffrey. They've not had him, other than those three games when they got off to a great start and he got hurt in game four down in Houston with a hamstring. He's got to avoid that. How how long did you know about Baker? No, I'm just playing. I'm not going to put you in a title. <laughs> well, I, I don't think spot, it was who knew. I, I, and I said this all along. I don't think this was a secret, right? I don't think this was a state secret. You need the codes to unlock the, the missiles. I, this was clearly the case of Baker's pro tape is better than Sam's pro tape, right? There, there really yeah. wasn't anything more complicated than that. And unless Baker went down there and just fell on his face, it was going to be Baker's job or else they wouldn't have traded for him. So it was one of those. I think Sam has improved. But I think Sam also has to understand that those mistakes he's made in the past, you know, the production that's not been there has cost him to lose this job. It's past performance as much as what's happened in training camp. Okay, so I've got a few things planned for you today. I want to start putting together because it's kind of been spotty. You were on the road. You were we were lucky enough to have you for a half hour of each show. So that's but it's been hard for you. You've been busy. So I want to start putting together kind of the picture as it starts to crystallize of 2022, Michael Lombardi themes, quarterback battles, position battles, rookie head coaches. There's five coaches that have never coached a team. There's 10 new head coaches. Uh, we talked about the coordinators up in new England. We don't have to do that right now. Um, so we're going to go through some, we're going to go through some of just kind of the bigger picture gambling perspectives as we head into the 2022 season. You know, what's funny, interesting, and we can talk about it coming back. Uh, you wrote at vsin.com about players to watch in 2022 and headlining that was Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Michael, he looks great. I mean, he put on, on like, as you mentioned, he looked, he put on like 15 pounds of muscle. I didn't recognize him. I saw him on the on an interview. I forget who was even doing the interview with him. I didn't recognize him. He looked like a linebacker. He's thick. He's strong. Yeah. You know, look, this is a really good player. You don't win MVP of the league just be on a fluke. It isn't just one good year. And I think when you watch the preseason tapes and you watch this Baltimore Raven offense as they're starting to come together, I think their offensive line is going to be much better if they stay healthy. They've got to stay healthy. Bateman's the key at the receiver. We know Andrews is going to be really good in the middle of the field. That's where Lamar wants to throw the football. He wants to be in the middle of the field. 
And that's why Andrews was so successful for them, one of the top receivers in the league last year. But I think they're going to run more boots. I think they're going to get him out of the pocket. I think they're going to do some different things. They get Dobbins back this year, which I think they really need. You know, the one thing when they get Mike Davis, the kid from South Carolina, he's on a rookie contract. That's when he's on a, on a minimum contract. That's when he plays his best, right? When, you, when he gets paid, he's not the same back. So now you got one, two, yeah. you know, and you still have – you still have Gus uh, uh, – I forget his last name. Edwards. At Gus Edwards at running back. So you got those two – the three backs. So you've got a good con conglomerate of running backs. So this should be a much better team. Will they be better on defense? We shall see. I mean, they were bad last year, but the injuries just wiped them out last year. Both corners, you know, they get everybody back, and I think they've got to figure out how they're going to generate pass rush. New coordinator there in Baltimore. They are your favorites on the board at both BetMGM and DraftKings in the north. The Baltimore Ravens got plenty to do with Michael Lombardi as we continue. I do have them written down because I had one, two, three, four wide receiving cores. Green Bay, Baltimore, Tennessee, and Kansas City as question marks. And I want to ask you as the show unfurls. Okay, so we do have officially a starter down in Carolina. It's going to be Baker Mayfield. That means two quarterback positions. Well, two teams, Seattle and Pittsburgh. What are they going to do at the starter spot? We'll come back with Michael Lombardi and find out right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM Sports. Of course, the king of sportsbooks has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip ring. That's state-issued ID, and you're ready to bet from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology. Visit BetMGM. Dot com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. Got a gambling problem? It's 1-800-522-4700. 
I think if you go to M Lombardi NFL on Instagram right now, you can see Michael at the hot dog cart there at the South Point. Did you stop by? I, I did. did. It's not even open. I mean, how can they not be open? I'd be, yeah. I'd be, that's something because if I own that thing, I'd be open 24-7. Like, there's no way I wouldn't be open. You smell hot dogs. It's like you can't get – like you're on the beach in the summertime. Uh, you smell hot dogs. you, you got to go get two, three, four. I mean, really. <laughs> hot dogs. It's the best, Patrick. Um, it's the best. How was it seeing the family, by the way? How's it was it awesome. I, I got to see, you know, the big the big challenge is, you know, Dominic gets a sheet every week on wh- who's playing who in the games. So you got to be yeah. ready to know who's playing this week in week three because he's studying it up on it. So you got to know that the Raiders are playing the Patriots and you, you got to, you know, the, the Washingtons are playing the Baltimore team. So you got to be up on that. That's the challenge. I got I to study up, Patrick. You know, I don't have to study for this show. As I have to study for this show and I have to study for Dominic. So it's hard. <laughs> the Washingtons, a.k.a. the Commodores. The Commodores, yeah. Wouldn't show. that be perfect? Right. I mean, Lionel Richie should just come out and sing the national anthem to start the season. For perfect. We do we do conclude week two of the preseason. Tonight, Michael Lombardi, Atlanta at the Jets. That number is flipped. The Jets open one and a half. Atlanta now laying two and a half. I'll get to that game in a second because the breaking news as we opened up the Lombardi line on a Monday. Of course, Baker Mayfield named the starter down in Carolina. So that leaves two open. As far as teams, I mean, look, we'll start with Seattle. We had a gentleman on yesterday on the Lombardi line. He said, it looks like it's going to be Geno Smith. Is that what you're hearing, Michael Lombardi? You know, I I have keep hearing that. I think there's no way that that it's possible that Drew Locke could even come in and take over coming off of the COVID. And there doesn't seem to be any sense of urgency by the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll and John Schneider to make a move. I mean, I'm worried about it. I'm fearful about it. And yet they aren't. And they watch practice. So I I think they're going to have to. This is their bed. They're going to have to lay in it. And I guess there's nobody else. I mean, John Lynch is hanging on to Jimmy Garoppolo for what? You know, what's he doing now? And then I just read yesterday, he said, well, we would like him on the team at $24 million, You know, of course he would like to be a backup for $24 million, but you can't pay him $24 million to be a backup. How do you do that? So maybe everybody's just waiting for him to cut him. But I think Seattle is locked into Geno. I mean, Pete was saying yesterday – which I think is fair. There was a lot of drops. There were a lot of mistakes other than what Gino did on the tape. I mean, you could make excuses right. for him. The problem I have is when has Gino ever looked good like you feel like you can win with Gino? Not consistently. And I think you nailed it. Did you see Jed York over the weekend? The owner there with the 49ers said he'd be happy to keep Jimmy Garoppolo. Would you say 24 mil, $26 million yeah. as far as against the cap? I think the Seahawks and maybe others, like you said, are waiting for him to get cut. The, but the, I'll tell you this, the clock is ticking. Yeah. That money's going to become guaranteed for Jimmy Garoppolo in week one. Yeah, I mean, and Jimmy doesn't have to do anything. I mean, if they come to Jimmy and say, well, c- we'll keep you on the team, we'll take a pay cut, Jimmy should say no, because I'll go out and get right. another job, you know? I, I think, to me, maybe they'll have discussions to see, well, you could you could would you come back and be the backup at $4 million or $8 million and take you know take a bunch of money off? I mean, if I'm John Lynch, I'd try that, because you know why? Then I could maybe get a compensatory pick for him. When he goes out into the market, if I hang on to him, if I just let him go, I get nothing. I think it might have been a different story in Seattle. Apparently, Drew Locke got really sick with COVID. So I think it could have been a different story if he got that start in week two. But apparently, he was very sick. You see the win total sitting at BetMGM at five and a half on the Seahawks. So that is the deal with Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Now let's go to Pittsburgh, where there is a groundswell of support for the rookie and Kenny Pickett there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, look, I watched that tape yesterday, and, uh, you know, there's certainly what I thought you see with Pickett is something that I think you need to see with young quarterbacks, which is a sense of timing, a sense of rhythm. 
You know, he ran the two-minute drill at the end of the half, and he did it really effectively. You know, he doesn't have great arm, but he's got plenty of arm. You know, it's good enough to win mm -hmm. with. And I just think the sense of the rhythm of the offense when he was in there was much quicker, was much more elastic. He was able to make plays. And I just think at some point during the season, whether Mike starts this in September or he waits till October, I think at some point he will. Look, Trubisky's going to look good at certain points of the game, like I've often said before, because when it's practiced the way it goes in the game, Trubisky can look effective. And he's athletic. We saw him scramble around against Jacksonville. But I do think there's going to be complications that come. Remember, let's temper this down a little bit. There's still no scheme being run out there. It's still no scheme. You'll see zero blitz, yes. You'll see all that. But nobody's game planning. They're running their cards. They're not attacking the offense. And once you start to do that with a quarterback like Trubisky or Geno Smith, then you get into some trouble, and then it becomes a problem. So uh, I, I could see this really clearly. I could see Mike deciding, look, let's just get on with the picket era and leave this behind. But I also could see him saying, look, I want to give Trubisky a chance in September. I want to see what team we have. They were good the other night defense. They were much better defensively. They stopped the run against Jacksonville. They kicked Jacksonville's offensive line's butt up front in that game. I mean, T.J. Watt was unblockable. They were really improved defensively. Remember last year, Patrick, they were the worst run defense in the National Football League, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know that doesn't usually go hand-in-hand, hand, but they were. Right. I think they've improved in that area. Yeah, couldn't stop the run, got after the quarterback, so it was a little bit of a dichotomy. Interesting, you, elasticity is a great word to use for Pickett. What I, one thing you're looking for in the preseason, he just looked completely comfortable and poised. Yeah. So, and he's, remember, a little bit older coming in. If you're looking at a first-rounder, 16 overall, what you want him to look is comfortable and not shook, and he did not look shook. He didn't, and he looked really, he looked engaged in the offense, and I mean, look, it was easy, you know, usually what happens in, in two-minute in, in preseason games, it's vanilla, cover three, cover six, weak roll, strong roll, man-to-man, -man, so it's easy, and again, you know, I'm not dismissing that, but the timing of his throws, his quick-mindedness showed up on the tape, and that's what you're looking for. You're looking for somebody who can go boom, boom, boom. You can make these quick decisions and go through it and see, and then be able to deliver the ball with accuracy where he needs to put it. And I thought he did a really good job with that. Okay. We had the unders cash five and three on Saturday overs three and O yesterday in the preseason. Let's set up the number tonight, a little Monday night football to wrap up week two in the pre Atlanta at the jets. I told you, Michael open jets, a point and a half Atlanta now laying two and a half in this matchup. You know why? Why did it flip to Atlanta? I mean, like Flacco is, uh, is Flacco not playing? Am I reading this wrong? Is it going to be the Mike white game? I haven't seen it. We'll, we'll certainly. Salah's been tight lipped. He's been tight lipped as, uh, thus far. My assumption is, but even if it's Mike white, that's a pretty, they damn still move the football now. with Mike white and look exactly. Atlanta, you know, Atlanta's going to play Desmond Ryder quite a bit. You know, I'm sure they're going to play Mariota a little bit last week and last week in the game, the jets didn't play five defensive starters. Are they going to play them this week? Cause we got to get a look at the jets defense to see if they do, you know, I think the jets will play this one hard. I think the jets will play this one well tonight. I, I would be more inclined to like take the points in the jets tonight, just because if Flacco does play, they'll move the ball more effectively with Flacco because Flacco knows what he's doing and they've got to get these receivers. They all got to get on the same page at some point. You know, this is – I know he's talking about Zach Wilson will come back when he's ready, but I think they've got to get Flacco on the same page against a defense in Atlanta that I don't think is a defense that you're fearful that they're going to create it too much havoc. I think this will be a, a, a good test for the Jets. This is two teams that will be picking in the top five, in my opinion. Look, with the 
Status of Wilson being uncertain, you expect Salah to be conservative with Flacco. And by the way, the Jets open up week one hosting the Ravens, and the Jets are catching seven in that matchup. One thing I will say about Atlanta and points me to the under, and we've seen this under steam down from 42 down to 38, Michael, is Atlanta ran for 162, 168 yards, some, somewhere in between against Detroit in week one. I expect them to do the same against this Jets team. Run the football and get the hell out of there. I think they have to. I mean, they have no depth. Drake London's not going to play in the game. We know that. I mean, they're not going to play. How much can they play pits? Where are their playmakers coming from on the on the Falcons? And the Falcons offensive line, no matter who they put out there, whether it's their starters or the backup, they're not very good. So this will be an interesting game. I, I think this is a game that the Jets have actually the, – the Jets have more depth. The Jets have more talent in terms of their roster than the Falcons do at this point. Now, we'll see what Ryder does. I thought Ryder made some plays in the first game. I thought he was developing. He looked like the better young quarterbacks. We'll see what he does in this one. Can he do what Pickett did is take a giant step? I think it would be smart to play Ryder as much as they can. I worry about playing Mariota in a preseason game, worrying about him getting hit. You know, it's interesting. It'd be a nice little prop. Jets v. Falcons season win total. You got the Jets right now sitting five and a half. Big time juice, 160 to the over at DraftKings. You've got Atlanta sitting five, uh, juice to the under at $1.45. My assumption is you'd take the Jets as far as wins over Atlanta this year. Yes? Yeah, because I think most people are making a mistake with the Jets. Have the Jets improved their talent base yet? But talent and team don't always go hand in hand. And it's all got to kind of work together. That offensive line, even though Dwayne Brown, it'll be interesting where they play Dwayne Brown tonight. You know, what are they going to do with their offensive line? Is it actually improved? You know, if it is improved, will we see Flacco? So, to me, I, I think there's a lot of questions. The Jets have improved their talent base. I don't know if Atlanta has, frankly. I don't think Atlanta has. I think they've taken a step back. Mariota to Matt Ryan is a way step back. And how many games did they win with Matt Ryan last year? Okay, so this is going to be fun hour and a half. We've got Thomas Gable coming up, but this is our Friday, most of yours Mondays. The Lombardi line, of course, Mondays are Friday. So we're going to take a look. Where do we sit with the 2022 NFL season as we get closer and closer to that kickoff at SoFi with the yeah, the Bills. The Bills are laying two and a half in that game. We'll talk about that coming up in a little bit yeah. as well as we continue. Michael Lombardi in studio at the South Point. This is the Lombardi line. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, so it's a big day for us coming up on Thursday. The NFL Pro Betting Guide is dropping over 100 pages of digital gambling information. The, the information's invaluable. Now, remember, the distinction this year, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides, that includes the college football betting guide, which is 350 pages, is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Now, it's simple to do. You just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe, and when you do right now, you can save 50%. So 175 bucks is going to get you everything, including exclusive of articles from Michael Lombardi, Point Spread Weekly, and the two football betting guides. Everything we offer through the Super Bowl for 175 bucks. You got to invest a little to make a lot, and you're going to make some cash. So remember, check it out, vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM, I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. We're going to go coast to coast and somewhere in the middle. Michael Lombardi there in Vegas at the South Point, and we say hi to our buddy Michael Thomas Gable, Atlantic City at the Borgatti. He runs the race in sportsbook. Good morning, Thomas. How you doing? Doing well, guys, and 
Michael, nice to see you out there in uh, in the desert. That's uh, it's good to be here, it, TG. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Sure it is. Uh, you get to see uh, Mr. Maiulo and Mr. Andrews out there. And, yeah, uh, Mr. Gone. I get and, to see uh, them all. Yeah, yeah. The, the the great people here at the South Point and uh, all the all our Vison friends. So it's it's good. We we miss you. I miss seeing you too, TG. But you know, remember you got to circle that twenty seventh date on your calendar. I can't I can't let you uh, not come over the house for that one. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, the, the bash, the bash, I heard about it last year. ATG, so as we were starting the show, the big news, Baker Mayfield announced the starter down in Carolina. Take us behind right. the book. Does anything adjust when you hear the news of Baker there at the Borgata? No, no. Uh, you know, we basically were leaning in that direction. I mean, it, it would probably have been, I'll characterize it as a surprise if uh, Baker was not named the starter for week one. So that's, what we were anticipating happening anyway. So no adjustments really needed. You know, TG, so I, I'm going to work on my power rankings this week because, as Patrick said to start the show, uh, there's really only two jobs that are open technically. We know we think Geno Smith will be the starter in uh, in Seattle and what happens in Pittsburgh, whether it's Trubisky or not. But I can't imagine that I would adjust my power rankings too much no matter who starts. How about you? Will you adjust yours uh, very much based on who the starter in either city is? For Seattle, uh, no. Uh, I, I block and uh, Geno Smith, they're rated uh, basically the same. Uh, I think t- Thomas Gable dealing with the connectivity issue here. We'll go yeah. ahead and put him on hold there, Kevin. You got you got us, Thomas. Okay, we'll throw him on hold. I, that, that's a good. That's a question I can throw back at you because he does his power ratings for everything, every position, right. every team. Michael Lombardi. Right. Uh, my assumption is you have Locke and Geno pretty even. Yeah, I do. And so what what I'm going to do on my power rankings is is especially since we really have no data. Power rankings to me are always predicated on a lot of data information, statistics that you really can't use from last year, but you kind of have to use. And then some of your eye statistics, you know, like I always kid all the time, you know, you've got to rank the quarterbacks in your way of ranking them, not necessarily what pro football focus ranks them because pro football, and it's an amazing thing is pro football. There's somebody behind that ranking at PFF. Like it isn't just some comp- computer and algorithm. It's a, somebody's watched the tape and has put the grade on the player. Well, I'm going to trust my ability to grade and put the grade on the player more than pro football focus. I mean, I'm just, well, it's, you know, it's so a football scientists. Yeah, I understand that. And they wear a white coat and I don't, but I mean, they, they go in the lab, but the reality here is, so I'm, getting so this week I've got to really nail that down and come up with a number so then I can kind of put together my point spread and a lot of this is going to be Patrick for me in week one is how do these teams with their current coaches prepare for week one we know Kingsbury's a really good week one coach that he gets his team right now it didn't look like it last night with Kyler Murray calling the plays on the sideline but the team usually executes well in week one so I think you got to layer that into your September power rankings as much as possible Totally agree, and Michael's been hot for years here on the Lombardi line as far as NFL picks, our partner Thomas Gable back. So it sounds like you have Geno Smith and Drew Locke essentially rated the same. What's very interesting, TG, is Kenny Pickett and MVP Mitch in Pittsburgh. Yeah, right, and and that's the thing. I really want to take a deeper dive into Pickett there. Um, you know, with uh, Trubisky, we, we have a lot of data on him. We, we've seen uh, enough from him that I'm pretty comfortable where to rate him. But uh, 
the difference there between Trubisky and Pickett is something I we need to take a closer look at. I'm anticipating Trubisky to be the starter there for week one for Pittsburgh, but uh, we'll, we'll see. Time will tell on that. Yeah, I, I, I am too. I don't see Tomlin taking that leap of faith right away, uh, but he could. Look, you know, the year that Ben started, let's go back, the year they went to the Super Bowl with Ben as the starting quarterback, Tommy Maddox actually was the starter, and he got hurt. They went with the veteran guy, and then they had to put Ben in. And Ben kind of just – they were so good on defense that year. They were so good in the kicking game. They were good everywhere. They could run the ball. So Ben just had to kind of operate the offense without making a mistake. This, to me, is a different team. Actually, I think it's the perfect team for Pickett to play in because they're so young on offense and they could all grow together. But I would suspect Tomlin wants to go in the direction of, hey, give me some stability with veteran leadership at the position. And to be clear, Michael's on over seven and a half and has been for a long time on the Pittsburgh Steelers. TG, let's focus on Monday Night Football, Atlanta at the Jets. I got the Jets open a point and a half. We've seen it flip. Atlanta laying two and a half. Michael said he expects these two teams next spring to be picking in the top five. Let's get an overview on this game tonight, and then let's talk about the teams as well. What do you got on the matchup? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's too much of a stretch for, for Michael when he made that statement. Um, you know, obviously a lot has transpired with the Jets since we were previewing their, their week one preseason game against the Eagles. They, they lost uh, Mekhi Becton for the season with the knee injury. Then Zach Wilson in the game uh, goes out with the knee injury, which may exclude him from week one of the regular season. So you have 37-year-old Joe Flacco, who will need to mesh with players who are over a decade younger than him uh, at the skill position. So I think for the Jets, the starting offensive line, they still haven't had a full practice together yet. And you have players who are learning new positions. I think this could really be bad for the Jets here as we go into week one. I don't know if we'll see any starters from them tonight. It's uh, kind of mixed signals and uh, from, from New York, what you're going to see there. Um, But uh, right now the Falcons, you said two and a half point favorites. Uh, You've seen a move towards the under uh, in this game on the total, uh, where we, we actually opened the total on this one, 43.5. It's down to 38.5, uh, so a big drop there in the total. And um, at least as far as the totals go as a whole for this uh, week of preseason action, it's kind of normalized where you, you've had a, a bunch of kind of split out evenly. So uh, not, that, um, not the way it was there in week one of the preseason. Yeah, I, I, you know, we got to factor in the Salai factor here too with the Jets. Is you know, what is he going to do? Is he going? You know, his team wasn't ready to open up the season last year. It didn't appear to me, and I think this is like you said, Thomas. He's got a lot of moving parts. Can he get them all organized and get them together? And can this offensive staff uh, build this offense around Flacco? What they want to do? Who you know, everybody thinks the running back from from from. Uh, uh, that they drafted is going to be the Paul Bryce Hall is going to be a rookie of the year. I, I haven't seen enough to say that, you know, are they going to be able to run block for him? You know, to me, if you're betting that one, I think you're a little bit assuming that he's going to have this great season when I don't know what evidence is there to show that the, the jets can run block. I mean, Becton could run block. I mean, the one thing about Becton, he would knock out the half the side of the line when he wanted to block, but I don't know where they're going to get, where they're getting their power from Fant, you know, Dwayne Brown. I don't see that. Yeah, and Brees Hall is your favorite at DraftKings at 6.5-1, to one, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Thomas, interesting week one. How about Baltimore at the Jets week one? I got most shops showing Baltimore lane seven. That's a big number, but if you take a look, of the 16 games, 
10 favorites are on the road. So it's, it's interesting. Yep. You know, the home teams are favored in just six of the first 16 games week one. Yeah. Uh, yep. That is an interesting thing. And, you know, in terms of that particular game with the, uh, with the Ravens and the Jets, you know, Ravens were sitting six. And then the uh, the injury happened to Wilson. We actually moved that game to seven in the middle of that Eagles-Jets game uh, right after the Wilson injury happened. Uh, so it's um, it's been at seven since then. And, you know, right now it's been mostly Baltimore money coming in, uh, which, again, for us is a little unusual because, uh, you know, people like to bet the Jets here. But uh, it's been mostly Ravens money. You know what shocks me, TG, and I, I know we got to go in a minute here, but it shocks me that that they think Zach Wilson's better than Joe Flacco. Like uh, I would have exactly thought the line would have gone the other way with a veteran. Co- I mean, <laughs> Flacco can play. Like I'm not sure about Zach Wilson, although his brother, I scouted him, Patrick. Then when I was at Arizona, his brother looks just like him, throws it just like him. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. Oh no, kidding. Uh, yeah, I thought the number went the wrong way. I, I think the Jets feel more comfortable at this point with Flacco, and I think if you ask Baltimore, they'd rather face Wilson. I think that's true. I mean, I, it's, it's, I, I, like I, I think, think this number went the wrong way I, just for me but i got to see the jets if it can all come together the sly factor for me is very scary that's your boy thomas gable is our boy have a great day at the borgata thanks TV. tg Thank see you. you soon man all right thanks guys okay i want to talk to you about the Kayvon thibodeau hit yesterday in the preseason game that's coming up next here at lombardi line At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Of course, the action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using the bonus code VSIN, VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. It's a great deal. BetMGM state of the art technology and the app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props daily boosted odds specials and so much more get over there right now remember the loyalty program at BetMGM as well but right now VSIN 1000 to make your first 
wager risk-free up to $1,000. Got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. As we got you back here on the Lombardi line, speaking of Nevada, the big guy is there. The Lombardi cruiser has landed in, Hend- well, no, not Henderson, Summerlin, where the crew lives. Of yeah. course, the offensive coordinator, Mick Lombardi of the Las Vegas Raiders. The and Patriots are have- here too, Patrick. We could go see. Go see. Oh, uh, you know, tell, I, I, tell go, Bill I said hi. I will definitely do that. In fact, we're going to FaceTime when we're, I'm going to, I'm going to go see him this afternoon. We'll FaceTime him to get with you. I will get you in there. Don't worry. He, he's legitimately become like an obsession of mine. <laughs> it's, it's happened late, but I've just become obsessed with the guy. I was watching clips of him doing interviews yesterday yesterday. Anywho, we do have Raider news. And this is interesting because first off, we know Sean Mannion and we know Kellen Mond. They're just not. I mean, come on. Kellen Mond, if you watch Kellen Mond in college, the thought that he would be a pro is hilarious. So the Minnesota Vikings acquired quarterback Nick Mullins from the Raiders. Expendable. And Mullins played well in the pre. He did. He's capable backup. (laughs) He did. Stidham's there. So let me get your take. Well, he started some games. I mean, I think this is really Sean Mannion hasn't come through for them. I think Kellen Mond is a, you know, Kellen Mond is exactly what we struggle with in evaluating quarterbacks in the National Football League coming from college is can he anticipate the throw? Can he stand in the pocket, wait for the receiver to get to the top of the stem and then bang the throw? And he has really struggled in that area. So to me, you know, is he an athlete? Yeah, sure, he's a good athlete, but can he play the position the way it needs to be played? I didn't think he did it at Texas A&M, even though he's being coached by the greatest quarterback guru since Bill Walsh and Jimbo Fisher. You know, so... uh, I don't get that one. I think this is a move that they needed to make. I think they could still keep Mannion. Will they cut Mond? Maybe they will. I don't think Mond has a big market out there in terms of trade. I think there was more of the draft Knicks like Mond than the people in the league did. So, you know, they have to get to kind of secure that backup. I, you know, when I watch these preseason games, like Huntley at, at – uh, at Baltimore's a really good backup. I mean, even Very in the first good. drive, Denver versus Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo took the doors off of Denver, but I thought as Josh Johnson's played for 70 teams in the league, he actually looks half decent. You know, it's not perfect. It's not going to be starter quality, but at least he can get you through a game, and he's an economic value at backup quarterback. So I think a lot of these teams with their backups have to situate themselves to where they feel most comfortable, and obviously Minnesota didn't feel comfortable there. Yeah, I feel like we do have some good depth at the position. I mean, if you think about the position on the planet, there's eight to 10 that are great at it. Right. There's 15 that are really good, and then the rest are okay. But yeah. think about that. On the planet, that's how many excel at the position. You know, and Parcells would have said to you, there's two or three on the planet that can do everything. And the rest and the next 15, you've got to manage correctly. And then there's the rest you just can't win with. So I, I, you're right. The way you described it is kind of more the way the fans see it. But I think if you're in the league, there's really only two or three guys you roll the ball out and say, okay, here we go. And then the rest of them, we got to right. figure out the offense. I think what's interesting about Minnesota for us as a betting network is the fact that we know, we know that Kirk Cousins isn't vaccinated. Now, we know he had COVID just recently last week and he missed the Raider game, but that doesn't mean he can't get it again. That doesn't mean it couldn't creep up again. And so to me, if I were the GM, if I were, uh, if I were in Minnesota and, I, and I'm Kevin O'Connell, I'm, I got to make sure I got this position covered because you just don't know. You just don't know what could creep up. That there's no, there's one thing we've known about COVID. It's as unpredictable as anything. So it could creep back up again. I've found it's much easier just to address him as Dr. Cousins. You may want to jump on board. I will say this. If he does stay healthy, I, I, I love them. I do. I love them in division, Michael. I mean, the number is like right now, if you take a look at that division, the Packers are minus 190. 
It's a nice little price on the Vikings at plus 260. Yeah, I mean, and you, you know, you're, you're sitting there going against Green Bay, and you say, well, Green Bay doesn't have receivers, Green Bay struggling, you know, all those things, but they still have the greatest quarterback. You know, it, the, there is a guy in Britain named Phil Taylor who's the greatest dart champion. He's won like 25 consecutive dart championships, you know, in the pubs in England. And he throws as accurate a dart as anybody. And I would, ch I would say my man Aaron Rodgers could challenge Phil Taylor for that title. Because when you throw darts like Rodgers does, the receivers almost have to catch it. That's what scares you about betting Minnesota to win the division. But I think because of the lack of depth in the NFC, I think Minnesota could sneak in. I think they can win 10 games. I think they could get in there if they improve totally. that defense a little bit. Because we know they can move the football. I mean, with Cook in the backfield, two really good receivers. Irv Smith comes through. Their offensive line's a little bit better. You know, to me, I kind of like Minnesota on the over total, and I like them to sneak in. I don't know if I like them to win the division because I hate betting against Aaron Rodgers. I really do. If you want to go under on the Vikings, Michael, go to BetMGM. They've got them sitting at nine and a half. If you want to go over on the Vikings, hit up DraftKings right now because you can find a nine on season win totals as far as the Vikings. If you had a European dart analogy in the first hour of the show, you just cashed your bet from Michael Lombardi. Well, and by the way, that dude you're talking about, He's like a legend over there. When you I went knew to, him. When See, I went you to knew London, him. I he was winning tournaments. I, I didn't yes. think Brian or Kevin even knew him. I mean, Kevin's like wondering what the heck no, we're talking know. about here. Yeah, Kevin's doing a lot of things back there. Yeah. One is not knowing about darts. <laughs> uh, what I will tell you is it's wild when you go there because snooker is huge. Darts is huge. Obviously, soccer or football is huge, but it's weird. Darts is like a big deal in Europe. Yeah, it's like cricket in Australia. I mean, they, they love that cricket in Australia. I don't understand the damn we thing do. about it, but they do. <laughs> And rugby, rugby all over the con those continents as well. Okay, um, we didn't mention it, and that is your boy, yeah. Tom Brady, has returned to practice for the Bucks. You know, the Bucks. here's one thing I will tell you. That offensive line is going to be an issue. Oh, boy. They keep losing players, Michael, big yeah. time. Yeah, and that's not going to make him very happy either. As, as you know, the one thing is he has to trust everything. And now they lose another lineman. You know, they lose the starting center. They lose the backup center. You know, I mean, they lose Stinney, the kid that they just had in there. I, I think it's going to be mm -hmm. a problem. You know, and, and do, will they sign J.C. Treader now? I mean, something's going on with Treader. Either Treader doesn't want to play or he's asking for too much money, but there's too many teams that need linemen for him not to be in there. So, you know, they're going to go young. They're going to have to go young with what they're doing because there's no – one thing about training camp and as we get into this point of camp, the lack of linemen start to show up. The lack of quality depth in the offensive line starts to show up. So that, that's going to be really important, and it's going to be really important to Brady. Now, Brady will get rid of the ball quickly. We know that. We know he'll get rid of the ball before, you know, the off the defense can get there. So that helps. But to be able to run the ball and get some balance in their attack, they're going to need to get some production from this offensive line. There's no doubt. Okay, the Bucks are sitting 11 and a half at DraftKings, juiced $1.30 to the under. Did you check in with Tom and see if he enjoyed his time not. in the Bahamas? I have not. I have not. And I don't know where he went, what he was doing, what's going on. I'm sure. I, that, I, well, I mean, it, I think it was the Bahamas. He went on vacation, bro. Is that where you saw him? But if he was on vacation, let's just see. You know, like, not that I'm some TMZ expert because I did this show. But, I mean, like, wouldn't you think TMZ would have snapped a picture of him on the online? I mean, they do it everywhere. <laughs> I mean, they get you walking Jeezy every day. I mean, come on. <laughs> take it, take it, take it easy, first off. And then secondly, you're kind of underselling your participation with TMZ. You're on the payroll at this point. They ask you on every single day. <laughs> no, they only ask me when there's a major event, which is very flattering, and I appreciate it. And it's help, it helps VEASAN. At least it gets our name out there. We have to, you know? Hey, 
you know what you know what went viral yesterday they did a great job putting up the clip of you talking about Dana White and Dana White kind of brokering that deal to Vegas with Brady and Gronk and then you talked about there was another deal potentially done with San Francisco I went back and watched the clip it's why your information's invaluable but I went back and watched the clip like think about the fortunes of the NFL changed on Brady not going to the 49ers, obviously, and not going to the Raiders. It's fascinating. Well, I mean, look, the 49ers, Kyle wanted to make that move, but nobody in the front office wanted to. And, and certainly, you know, with Don Yee was now, Don Yee's trying to manage Garoppolo and Tom Brady again. But that was the perfect team for him, hometown team. But they just couldn't get a unification within their front office. And then can't, and then the, the Vegas thing, I think most people thought that was going to get done. And then Gruden pulled the plug. But I will say this. I think this is just me, knowing Gruden as well as I know Gruden and knowing Tom as well as I know Tom. That would have been a very difficult relationship because Brady's going to want to be – they're just raised differently. They're just completely different. And I think that would have been harder. Now, look, give, I mean, look, Derek Carr is a good player. There's things that Derek Carr has worked on over since Gruden got there. Yards per attempt has increased significantly every single year since he's been there. So, in fairness to Gruden, he's do I give up this young player to take a 43-year-old? Where am I going? You know, what am I doing? Now, it looks easy now because he won at Tampa. But you can understand the dilemma that was placed upon the, the Vegas Raiders at the time based on that. But I think there was no doubt. That's why Dana, Dana White was involved because, remember, back – and I don't think Carr was the guy that Brady was talking about. They're going to stick with him. I think it was, I think Miami, I think it was Ryan. I think it was down there with Ryan Fitzpatrick. But to me, you know, Brady wanted to play on the East Coast. There were a couple West Coast teams that interested him. You know, the irony of Brady in year one winning a championship and then Stafford in year one winning a championship kind of within a three-year span. Does that, mean, does that mean Russell Wilson's going to win one now? Yeah. Yeah, is that's that exactly. It? We're right. you, is this you, a Hollywood? You, you, we're you, shooting you, a Hollywood just, movie here. Are we shooting a Hollywood movie well, here? Well, you're 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 Mr. Hollywood. You Get tell me. Yeah, right. Uh, many many of the teams that had joint practices, Brian mentions in the notes, did not play their starters. What's the approach with Week Three coming up here preseason? Michael Lombardi next. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 